welcome to the Digital Broker Podcast with me, Ryan Deeds, where we help agents and brokers drive profitability through operational excellence. This is Ryan Deeds with the Digital Broker. We appreciate you listening to us today. I have Olivia Schmidt with me, and we are going to be discussing how to dissect value for our, our, our clients in their different segments in an agency and why is that important and, and how that can help us with retention and bringing on a new business. First, I'd like to thank Indio Technologies for putting on the Digital Broker Podcast. If you don't know Indio, you should. www.useindio.com. They're, they are kind of a whiz-bang solution that helps take data from folks that you need and put it into places that you want it to be. It's quick and easy and it kind of makes you look cool. So I would definitely check them out. I'd also like to invite you to the Digital Broker Podcast group on LinkedIn. Just put that in the search bar and you'll find us. Ask for an invite and we'll have you in there. We're trying to build a community so we can all kind of get better together. That's the hope. So with that, Miss Olivia, we're, we're talking about value to segments of clients. Should we, should we define that first and what are, what are we talking about? Well, I think segment can probably depend on the makeup of your agency, right? So it may depend on if you have uh, a commercial department that's niche focused. It could depend on, you know, if you represent different types of insurance, you know, if it's personal lines, group benefits, commercial. So that's kind of the first thing, right, is to, to, yeah. to, to how are we as an organization segmented out, right? If we're looking at trying to, because really this conversation is about enhancing the customer experience in a, in a profitable way. I mean, when I think of value to segments of business, profitability is always in my mind. I mean, we could do everything under the sun for every client out there, but we would have some operational issues. Right, right. You can't follow them around and uh, be there be their personal assistant, but what can you do short of that to make their, their insurance life easier, right? Because uh, insurance is not everybody's favorite subject. So how do, we, how do we make that more palatable or maybe even appetizing uh, when it comes to what they need to do to make sure that their insurance is in the right place and doing the thing that they need it to do? And, and I think that every segment has a different need, right? I mean, as you look, you know, as you analyze how your agency segmented out, then it's kind of like, okay, if we have a general commercial segmentation, mm -hmm. which is kind of hard, yep. but what is value to those clients feel like to them? I mean, that's the conversation that you should be having, right? Yes, and I think it's important to not assume that we understand what it is that's going to be valuable to the client. I think that we have to be willing to have those conversations. Uh, I think there's certain things that are general understanding understandings in the industry, uh, just from learning from other agencies, right? So we're going to learn a certain amount just from interacting, you know, with uh, the agency up the street and understanding what it is that they're doing for their clients. But when it comes to really creating that personalized package, you have to be willing to have that conversation with your client directly saying, what, it is, what is it that we can do to make your life easier from an insurance standpoint? Yeah. And that's not a once and done, right? I mean, that's something that like, hey, client, what's valuable? Hey, agent, this is what's valuable. Hey, client, here's this thing. 
but there's a constant there needs to be a constant kind of feedback loop there right 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 so i think it evolves i think you um you can do those stewardship reports and say this is this is the service we provided you over the last 12 months did this work for you did this bring you value and you may learn some things there what they used what they didn't and they may have learned about some additional features that would be helpful to them when it comes to dealing with their insurance program so yeah, I think absolutely making sure that you're getting that constant feedback. I think businesses evolve just as much as our industry, all the businesses that we're insuring are evolving and the leaders of their company may change. And therefore th that new person coming in is going to have a different set of needs and uh, desires when it comes to interacting with their insurance. And I think today you have to be f flexible as heck I mean, because back in the day, it was kind of black and white, right? We were an insurance agent. We provided insurance as the primary mechanism, and that was our value proposition. I mean, it's been expertise, but it's been coverage and making sure that, that you're protected. I think as the innovative agencies of the future look at business problems that those segments have, and then maybe create something that, that solves that, but they have to be flexible in a mindset to, to allow their staff to experiment and, and to be open to kind of thinking outside of where they've driven traditional revenue. I mean, do you, do you see that coming? Yeah, I think there has to be a certain level of nimbleness. I mean, we can't necessarily solve everything overnight, but I think you have to be willing to explore and pursue technology uh, that not only makes things faster and easier at the agency level, but also brings value on the client side as well. Typically when you implement something, both sides are going to benefit. You know, there's an upside for everybody. So once we, once we've defined our segments, then it's really like asking, like, I mean, kind of three or four main questions, right? Like for this, because if I, if I look at core personal lines, Mm -hmm. value to them is is speed i mean in my head right where high net worth is concierge and convenience yes. right make me feel special i have the resources to be able to spend a little more if everything is easy mm -hmm. right and i find that if agencies can define that value what they're trying to attain what it helps focus the technology so if Speed is a pure value proposition for personal lines folks. You know, if that agency, if that agency can enhance that speed to any way whatsoever, those are technologies that I would look at if they determine that that's the value of that segment of clients. Does that does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, when it comes to uh, speed, you have to look at automation and not just automation for the sake of automation, but automation that creates, a, creates an ease of doing business. Because we can do things really fast. We think it's great, but making sure that it's something that's usable on the client end, um, I think that we can still look at technology from an insurance standpoint, and it makes total sense to us. Um, I always say, like, as long as your spouse isn't also in the industry or very tech savvy, just have a spouse look at it and say, does this make sense to you? And uh, yeah, so implementing technology that makes sense and not just for the sake of saying, hey, we have this new shiny thing that we're bringing to you. Yeah, I mean, I, I always think about, 
I, I, I would love to be able to easily get my account managers faces on video in front of their clients, like in a snap. I mean, that's like such a, it, we use video all the time now. And, you know, when I thought about when I brought in Slack, that was kind of one of the things that I was thinking it about is how do we facilitate it easy video communication? Because I think for most of the segments of clients that we're talking about, there will be an appetite for that as a value to both parties. Like you said, in that case, for sure, because if I can get my account manager in front of that person to show their passion, knowledge, expertise, who they are, all that jazz, that's, that's a huge value. It might actually cut down an operational work as well. And so, but I, I just, I have a hard time seeing one central video technology that allows everybody to do that. You know, it's, it's not there yet. Yeah. Typically what we use inside an office is not going to be something that somebody also has in their home computer suite of products. Um, but yeah, I mean, you think about the fact that you can create a face-to-face relationship with a client without traveling and looking them in the eye. That's huge. It's, it's great for the client. You're not, you're not wasting time on travel, but you're getting down to business right away and continuing to build that relationship. Yeah, and I think agencies that spend time figuring out how to leverage video to value is are winning, are going to win. You know, I think that there's from policy overviews in a in a three minute video to you know a claim summary. I think if you thought about delivering that kind of stuff to your clients, uh, you know, as a another communication mechanism like here's the write-up here's all the documents here's the legalese but here's also you know a human talking to another human in a human way (laughs) you know i think that that and and so yeah i think that but those are the kind of conversations that can come out of discussion discussing what value looks like in those segments because sometimes you (laughs) just by sitting around a table and kind of saying okay what's our segmentation all right, then what's value look like to each one of those? And, and not just passing it over, but trying to take a deep dive into that client and understanding, um, you know, large risk management accounts and loss control services are a huge value. You know, you brought up something earlier that I think is, is interesting, a stewardship report. Because from my perspective, a stewardship report should be the accumulation of all the work that's been done on an account uh, promises made, promises delivered and broken in an easy, automatic, collectible way. And I've never seen it. <laughs> I, think it's there. I think it's very much, uh, we, we sit there and we make hash marks. We issued this many certificates for you. You know, we run a whole series of reports in order to try and quantify that stewardship report. So yeah, it would be so nice to be able to quickly put that together for a client. Because the thing is, is that we have clients that ask for it on more than an annual basis if there's competition out there and they're knocking six months into the policy term, we better be able to be prepared to talk about what services we've brought to the client. No, I I mean, I think that's like, you know, why do it if we can't quantify it? So not only are we discussing value that, Hey, we're going to, we're going to provide value to the client, but we're also going to take the opportunity whenever we need to, or whenever we can to show you how that value is being leveraged. I mean, that's really what we're talking about in the stewardship report, right? Right, right. And I think that it gone are the days when we tell a client what's valuable to them. I mean, I think there was there was a long time out there where you could be like, 
we're XYZ insurance company, we do this, this, and this, and we just assume that everybody wanted whatever it was that we were bringing to the table. And now it's very much being able to implement technology that creates a level of customization that's meaningful to that client. So what one, what's right for the goose is not necessarily right for the gander all the time. And so making sure that we're giving them what it is that's going to make their lives easier, it's just, it's going to be different uh, depending on how their business operates. I always think of it as those that start failing early are the ones that win the fastest. Mm -hmm. And if I start experimenting with things that are outside of my comfort zone today, I mean, we are in and outside of our comfort zone world in a couple of years where you, where you can go and get these things and put them together, you know, through WYSIWYG stuff. That, that's all coming. You see it in Zapier, you see it in all these other API connectors. And so today, if we are limited to solving problems by saying, hey, what, what, what is all we've always done is what we're always going to do, that's just not going to work. And those agencies that I, I think of an innovation quotient, like an IQ, in an agency that increases with time as they innovate and as they implement technology and fail at implementing technology and learn from those mistakes. I mean, it's, it's so critically important. I mean, just like India, I mean, when you think about being able to bring in a software like India, mm -hmm. get it actually adopted in the entire agency, have that be the way that you work. Does that not, change the way that outside clients perceive you and does that not ease the burden internally obviously there may have been some operational pain change management but you got to go through that stuff yeah i mean i think that in the way that the market is right now you have to be able to create those differentiators um and india was one of those products that does that it is it is a client experience product as much as it is an agency experience product and maybe more so a client experience product i know very few clients that want to sit there and play with an excel spreadsheet all day there's probably a limited number but when you can give them a web-based format that they're used to looking at in everything else that they do in life then you've just taken a lot of headache out of their insurance process whether it's the purchasing process or just the renewing process You've just made their life easier, which is a huge deal. Right. And that, and that kind of falls into the value across all, like, because it's kind of interesting, right? You're going to have some general technologies or general things. And some of it's not technology. Like if you don't have good customer service, <laughs> if your account managers are mean, which I, you don't see, I mean, I don't, not very often, then you're not going to really worry about the the, the technologies that advance you because you're going to have to deal with that first. But as, I mean, as you look at value in those segments, you're going to have some that have systemic effect over the wide margin. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's a, a technology like Indio, a technology. I mean, there's a bunch of different, ones that I think of. I don't know any that I think texting. I mean, I love texting. I think texting is a technology across all segments that provides value if the agency can figure out how to do it effectively. I mean, that's the challenge with it always. 
but I, I know that we had a lot of uh, our consumers ask, you know, hey, can you text this to to me? Um, and so that that's, but I think it's those conversations that as you look at your segmentation and if you're niched out that you're even better because your value, like you'd indicated, your value proposition is kind of in, the, in our niche episode is kind of defined for you. Right, right. You, you have a higher level of understanding of what that type of client needs just to operate their business. And then you can create additional customization on top of that. Um, but you're starting with a really solid base and that saves everybody time. Um, and yeah, it's not always going to be technology. I mean, it does, there, there has to be service. Um, I heard this over the weekend on a, on a live, uh, like an Instagram live with uh, Joe Hollier and he was, uh, he had Scott Howell on and Scott was saying, do your people answer the phone? Like they want to make uh, the caller's life better, you know, was basically what he said. And so yeah, you certainly have some core things that need to be taken care of before you can start implementing technology. But you, once that is where it's supposed to be, you have to be prepared to reach your clients wherever they're at, whether texting is what's convenient to them, email, um, hopefully the days of the fax machine are going away, but I don't know that we're 100% there. Um, mm -hmm. I think you just have to be prepared to meet your clients where they're at. Yeah, and I think you have to look at creative solutions. I mean, you know, like we the, the, we built that incident tracking system, and it was very easy out of Formsite, you know, for but but it was because a client had said, "Hey, they have a business problem," you know, aggregating all these incident reports. So we had an opportunity to to do something there, and so I think that the smart producers, the smart account managers, will keep their ears open as they talk to those clients and learn those segments more effectively so they can then have good understanding of what value looks like. And I think it's like you said in the beginning too, is figure out your segmentation and then go ask, <laughs> go ask what value looks like. Yeah. Uh, and I think we touched on it a little bit before, but like loss control is huge. Loss control is a huge value add, whether you're getting it from experts within your agency or if you're getting it from the carriers you can create more of like that concierge type of advice based on their class of business. And that's, that's huge. I mean, if you're able to prevent accidents or just help them create a safer work systems and save them premium dollars, like that's relationship building stuff. That's, that's a big deal. Right. They're not going to leave you for a 3%, 5% decrease in premium. Right. I mean, yeah, and I think that, you know, like you said, the, the, with the programs for carriers, stuff like that, those are all things that you can leverage to increase the value. But you also need to be able to quantify that and make sure that you say, hey, look, these are all the things that we did for you, and this is all the stuff that you used of ours, and here's your renewal. <laughs> right, or... Oh, yeah, Come, comes back to that stewardship report. And if you can even take that further and prove how it saved them premium dollars, you're you're pretty golden there i feel like right solid stuff yeah and that's i mean i think that's always like the one of the targets is hey we want to show you how our services and our measures actually reduced your risk right i mean that's you know it's it's kind of easy like workers comp is kind of the most definable right because mm -hmm. it has that the hard mod but the rest is if if we make our if we make ourselves less money then we've made you 
a better client. You know, we've made it safer <laughs> for you, you know, and so. Yeah. Or but, you've okay. shown how they grew, right? You, they, they grew and their premium went up. Like, <laughs> well, that, and that's the thing. I mean, that's like, dude, in analytics all the time, like one of the first things that I wanted to do for our clients was to show their premium trend. And so when we did that, and in, in, in absence of everything else, it didn't look very good. <laughs> and so the CEO was like, yeah, we can't show that to the clients. They'll go crazy. You're not showing anything else. You're not showing if they grew, if they took losses. You're just showing their premiums increasing. So I was like, hmm, okay, that's a lesson learned. You know? yeah. So that would not be valuable to the client, right? That would, yeah. that, that would tell them the wrong story. Yeah, yeah. And then I think that the other key component of value is, you know, making sure that you can do things profitably in, in, a, in a consistent manner and operationalize that effectively. You know, doing one-off stuff for proof of concept, I think, is awesome. But it, you, you got to figure out how to make it sustainable. Yeah, yeah. If you're, if you're, uh, that can get expensive. Obviously, a lot of proof of, too much proof of concept can, can cost an agency a lot of money. And I think um, it's important to understand that the initial investment can be tough. I think that can, those dollar signs can be big. Um, but looking, you know, long-term, playing that long game, saying this is, this is what we expect to be the outcome 12 months down the road of implementing this, how we feel like this is going to help us grow or, you know, just uh, leverage more relationships. I think, I think you have to be willing to play the long game when it comes to any implementation. Nothing's going to go right in the first 30 days. I mean, not everything's going to go right in the first 30 days. And so. Oh no, hell uh, no, yeah. no, no. I think you have to, I mean, as you look at that, you've got to set up what are, what, what's my timeline? What are my metrics to, to seeing if it's successful or not? You know, what am I using to judge that? And hell no. I mean, I, you know, six months you're looking at, do we have full adoption? How are we driving that? How are we incentivizing it? So, yeah, I think you got to come in with a with a long term plan. I also I like to see agencies that have said, "Hey, look, we're going to take a percentage, and maybe it's 0.5 or maybe it's one and a half of revenue, and kind of dedicate that to innovation or value to the to the clients." CEOs are very afraid today of customer experience because they see a lemonade and while lemonade doesn't challenge us existentially by any means, it starts to set the marker for the consumer of the expectation. And, and we need to at least be in the same kind of playing field, you know, as, and so however we're driving that, we've got to, we've got to take some shots. We've got to spend some money. We've got to fail some, we've got to succeed some, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think we, we I just had this conversation this morning that, that the timeline of expectation is only going to get shorter. So uh, there's never going, I don't think it's ever going to revert back to, you know, we feel like it's reasonable to expect this back in a week if right now it's a two day process, you know, that that's never going to go back to what it was. And so I think also being able to look at how it makes you faster, I mean, better, definitely, but how it makes you faster at what it is that you need to do. Um, it's good for the client. It helps you become more efficient as an agency if you can truly implement it. Absolutely. And I think even if you can't and you try and you are honest about with yourself as an agency about why it failed, learn from that, use those lessons and move forward and you're a better place for it. And so, mm-hmm. well, that's an awesome discussion about value. I think that the key takeaways here are, you know, if, if, if you're an account manager or producer in your agency, 
how do you how do you know the departments in your agency you know how are they broken up how are they how are you guys segmented i think at that point think about your agency and what are the things that your agency does to differentiate from a value perspective is there value you know is it it's based on our reputation and it's based on our longevity or is it are there some some real meat there that you can really say this is a tangible differentiator that's being leveraged by those that we are espousing its value to um so yeah i olivia i appreciate you being with me today guys thank you for listening and i hope you are with us next time thanks so much this podcast is brought to you by Indio Technologies. Indio simplifies the insurance application process for brokers and their clients. When using Indio, the process is fast, easy, and E&O free, saving your agency time and money. You can learn more about Indio and register for a one-on-one demo at www.useindio.com podcast. That's www dot u-s-e-i-n-d-i-o dot com slash podcast.